0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today my guests include uh, Shannon Wusso, who is the executive director of the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center, and also Lenora Zeno. Lenora is the community relations and volunteer coordinator uh, for those organizations. And first of all, ladies, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you very much for having us. We appreciate you having us join you again
0: this morning. Well, it's great to have you here. Um, It seems last time we talked, we were just going into the holidays. You had a big drive that was going on. Do you want to share how that turned out?
2: Absolutely. The holiday season at our programs is one of the busiest times of year. And this past year was definitely no different. Um, We uh, were able to assist Ah, oh, let me see here. 164 families this year, which is a 30% increase from last year. Wow. So if you think about what the circumstances were, there's no way we would have been able to do that without the assistance of so many other individuals and service clubs and businesses. So everybody in this community made that happen.
0: Yeah, it's really. Uh, we've said it before. We live in a very special community. Uh, it's uh, whenever someone is in need, it seems everybody is willing to step up and help, and and that's really special.
2: So true, it does, and I think that's probably um, you know trying to find the positive in things. You know, the pandemic has been difficult, but on the other hand, it really has shown you know how fortunate all of us are to you know live, work, reside in this community. We're very, very lucky.
0: It's very true. Uh, Shannon, for our listeners, real quick, if you will, just remind uh, our listeners what you do at the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center.
2: Sure. So we are a nonprofit located here in Brainerd. Um, Mid-Minnesota Women's Center operates two programs. We have a 24-hour domestic violence shelter on Maple Street, and then we have a 365-day parenting time center on Oak Street. So we're a nonprofit. We have been, you know, um, one of the things that we're most proud of is even just given the challenges and the barriers that we've met just like everybody else over the last year we have not closed either one of our programs for 1 minute since this started just want just you know recognizing that um our mission is to be there when people need us and when would people need us more than going through some of those circumstances that we have been so we're here and we're open and if anybody needs us um we're just a phone call away
0: and we uh, your number's kind of pointed out the pandemic was a tough year um, because I mean on everybody, mental health issues, and that doesn't help when it comes to domestic violence, does it?
2: No, it doesn't. And just the increased stress that's at home, even in you know households where violence isn't present, um, and then you 've got the added stress of um, you know distance learning or working from home. But one of the most dangerous situations that we saw was when the stay at home orders were put into place. That means oftentimes a survivor was locked in home at home with their abuser. Oh, boy. So it created a very, very difficult situation. And our numbers actually reflect that. So last year, we provided services at our shelter to 410 uh, men, women, and children plus nine pets, um, which is a 45% increase over 2019. Wow. Wow it's extremely heartbreaking, but on the other hand, I'm just very grateful that, um, those individuals had a place to go and that they knew that we were available for them.
0: Yeah. Now, Shannon, you pointed out you're a nonprofit, so you do fundraising and depend on volunteers, but unfortunately, because of the pandemic, uh, the fundraising and the volunteer opportunities weren't the same as they normally are.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's correct. And, and, um, you know, it's not just us, it's all the nonprofits in the area that we're really halted um, at a de- dead standstill where uh, all of our events are, are big galas, our big fundraisers that help support us uh, through the year with our annual budget were, were ceased or canceled and we're unable to host them. Um, so we had to brainstorm and shift gears as to, you know, how could we maintain going forward and what were our options with um, no in-person events, et cetera, And we decided to start a campaign where we reached out to our communities and our pillars of strength, such as our um, local banks and credit unions and our financial institutions, as well as our civic clubs who um, always wrap their arms around us and and make sure that we um, get what we need. So the response has been tremendous. Um, We've had great feedback and um, support financially from these places and it's ongoing we're still getting um checks in the mail and and all kinds of stuff going ongoing still with our local banks and and their civic groups so we're super grateful um to all of those who support us and who have stepped up for you know no recognition at all but to say that we they're appreciative of us being here for them and the services we provide for the community so it's been a real blessing
0: Yes, and if we have other businesses or business uh, managers or owners listening right now and they say, hey, I'd like to step forward and help, is there an opportunity for kind of a sustaining uh, sponsorship of the Women's Center?
1: Absolutely. I can be reached um, at any time on my business cell phone for the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center, which is 218-537-0588. So I'm always looking for anybody who's uh, wanting to support us, whether it's um, with a, um, some a sharing that on our social media or whether it's anonymous. We have received some very large donations um, and those people just wish to be anonymous. So we honor that, of course. But um, it's amazing how many people have stepped up. I, I have a list of many people, but I'd certainly like to spotlight Some of our big sponsors, Clark Blake Holmes and the Peterson family are are just tremendous supporters of us, as well as Mid Minnesota Federal Credit Union. And that's always been, uh, they have always been there for us. Deerwood Bank and then also Allison George with the Edward Jones Financial. uh, Some of our civic clubs, such as the Brainerd VFW and the Eagles Club, Bremer Bank, Brainerd BN Credit Union, American National Bank, Randall State Bank and Franson Bank and Trust have all really stepped up to the plate to help us fill the void of the lost revenue uh, with the pandemic. So we are extremely grateful for all of them and everybody who has helped at this time.
0: That's fantastic. Um, it is. Are there some limited volunteer opportunities at this point?
1: Well, Ken, that's a great question. And my volunteers, I can't tell you how much we, as an organization and the staff uh, and and our clients, truly miss uh, the help that they do. It's it's tremendous and really, uh, during the pandemic, that's something that really brought to light is wow, do we miss these people and what they provide for us? Not just helping with phones and donations and and different things that they do. It, it's really been eye awakening and so. We're so grateful for each and every one of them individually and as groups that come and support us. But um, I think uh, we're finally really starting to see some light. Uh, Some of my volunteers have been adamant about still coming forward and helping um, at at their discretion, whether it's um, an outdoor event or whether it's just taking a private office or writing thank yous or whatever it is. So, but I do feel we're on the edge of actually breaking through and maybe being able to start bringing people back um, if they're comfortable. Um, so, pretty excited about that. But we truly miss them. We do, and honestly, like we always knew how
2: important they were. Um, but the thing is, is they've always been there. Like we knew they were important. We always valued what they did. So, for the, to have that support plucked out overnight, it it, it definitely shows us. I mean. At the start of the pandemic, we had 182 volunteers registered with our organization. Wow. So if you, you know, take into consideration, even if each of them only did a couple hours per year, how much of a support that they do for both of our programs and our clients and our residents and everything. So we miss them tremendously and are definitely looking forward to the day when we can have them back in our building and when we can have, you know, multiple tours again and we can have you know, donations dropped off and also just to get, um, in-person support groups started. So we are, we are definitely, uh, chomping at the bit. And as soon as we get the go ahead, those, all of those things are going to be starting right Amen. away. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah.
0: You know, it seems to me that uh, already some of our 65 plus uh, volunteers, they make up a big part of a lot of volunteers here in the Lakes area. Some of those folks have already had both of their COVID shots. If that's the case and they have the card to prove it, can they volunteer on a limited basis? I would imagine still the social distancing and masks apply, but if they feel comfortable and they've had both their vaccinations, is that possible?
2: Absolutely. I would just encourage them to reach out to Lenora and have those conversations to make sure that whatever their comfort level is, and so that way they fully understand where things are at with both of our programs and our buildings. And that way everyone is, you know, fully aware and making those decisions based on all of the information that we have available.
0: Excellent. There are some uh, nonprofits that are, um, with fingers crossed, planning for maybe later in the year when uh, supposedly most of us will be vaccinated by the end of the summer. Are you doing any planning at this point for something later in the year?
2: Well, we are hoping to be able to do so, except planning a large gala takes a lot of additional funds ahead of time where you're you know, putting it's down fine. money on, um, for food or for entertainment, awesome and we really just don't want to risk you know um losing any of those resources so what we have been focused on are doing some of these smaller virtual events where we had like an online auction during October um staff right now are um working on getting another cash for lunkers virtual fishing tournament planned for this summer oh, yeah. so those sort of things there's really no risk to us as far as making sure that they're able to go forward And then when we're able to, you know, get the green light and our board of directors is comfortable with planning a large event, you know, all of those things, then we will be doing so right away as well.
0: (laughs) Very good. Very good. All right. Well, uh, bottom line is that uh, even though the pandemic continues and where there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you continue to do the work that. Uh, you've always set out to do, and people should know that. And and certainly for anyone that is in a tough situation at home, they should know that you are there for them, right?
2: We are, absolutely. And we will figure it out one way or another to make sure that whoever is needing assistance, that we're there and we can support them.
0: All right. Is there a best way to get a hold of you for either, uh, I know we gave Lenora's number, but, um, you know, if someone wants to make a donation or if someone is in need of services, is there a best way to contact you?
2: Sure. I would say the shelter would be the best phone number to call because that building is open 24 hours a day. So you can call anytime. Um, And that phone number is
1: 218-828-1216. Very good. And I also encourage people um, to jump on our Facebook, both the Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon uh, Child Safety Center, to see what we're up to and um, some updates of uh, some of our uh, community partners that we're supporting and events that they're having and um, all of that good stuff
0: yeah and I know because we've been talking about it on the air, the Brainerd Key Club is doing a fundraiser this weekend, and I believe they're looking for supplies and toiletries and so on to donate to the women 's Center. Am I correct?
2: That is correct, and that is a wonderful group. Um, they were just out here last summer um, working on helping us clear up the backyard, and now they're doing this this donation drive
1: again as well so wonderful group of people. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting to know that this young group, Mm -hmm. uh, how supportive they are of the community and and exciting to know uh, what they'll potentially be as adults and and what they'll contribute to us and what they're doing as young adults. So yeah, they're a fantastic group. We're super, super proud to be a, a partner with them.
0: Well, we will continue to talk about that on the air so uh, that people can make those donations, knowing that they'll be going to a great organization. And uh, we thank the Key Club for doing that. That's awesome to see our young people doing that. Yes,
1: absolutely. It's exciting. And thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anything else we should mention before we let you go?
2: I don't know. I think you covered everything, Ken. (laughs) If anybody has any questions, just um, give us a call. We're happy to answer questions or brainstorm, or if people have ideas or suggestions, we're happy to
1: hear those, too. And we're very grateful for your time and always uh, letting us come on and share with you and Tess, and we really do appreciate you guys so much.
0: It is what we do, and we're glad to have you here and spread the word about the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, let's look forward to warm weather and better times.
1: <laughs> thank, That's you, okay. thank you. Have a great rest of your day.
0: Thank you. You, too. Our guests today include Shannon Wisso, who is the Executive Director of the Mid-Minnesota Women's Center and the Alex and Brandon Child Safety Center, and Lenora Zeno, she is the Community Relations and Volunteer Coordinator. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, our community focus program is available anytime. You can listen to it simply by going to our website. That's 1067wjjy.com. We also have our community focus programs on our mobile app, and that's powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.